Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Business of Customer Love podcast, brought to you by Mention Me. I'm your host, Simeon Atkins, and thanks for joining us today. Growing your brand through customer love might seem like an idea that belongs in the company cafe rather than the boardroom. But identifying, growing, and activating a base of loyal fans is serious business, and the results of harnessing customer advocacy can be truly transformational for both your company and your customers. We gather experts from across the space to shine a light on how you can unleash a virtuous cycle of sustainable organic growth where your best customers keep coming back and bringing their friends too. So let's get into today's episode. So I'm delighted to be joined today by Marcus Kuhnlein, a serial entrepreneur who has built multiple successful customer-centric businesses. Marcus, welcome to the show. I'm I'm very happy to be here today. Thank you, Simon. So you're here today to discuss the secrets behind starting and growing a customer-centric business in the right way. Before we dive in, though, do you want to give a quick introduction to our listeners? Okay, so, um, yeah, who I am and, and what I do. So I am in the startup world. I am at a moment involved in four four startups. So the, the most exciting one at the moment is Quarero. It's a student platform. Um, another one is a strategy consultancy. It's BeUp. Then I'm also involved in, in an AI company. That's Aviana. And also in a data governance company that's 360 Works. So that's my main direction at the moment. My background, I come from digital transformation. I was leading big digital transformation projects in industry, machine industry, chemicals industry, insurance, and was also in consulting. So that's basically what I've done in the past. Fabulous. I can't even imagine having the time to run one business, let alone multiple ones. So uh, that's very impressive indeed. It's it's quite challenging sometimes, yes. And it's um, work in the night and weekends, but it's also exciting. It's a, it's a very exciting world to be in the startup world. I can imagine. And they're very much looking forward to getting into that with you shortly. Um, now, as tradition on the show, to get things kicked off, I'd love for you to share a time recently where, as a consumer, you experienced customer love firsthand and really what impact that had on you as a consumer. Yeah, so, so um, I, I believe often it's not the big things, it's often really the small things that matter. And it's like um, showing empathy to the customer, showing a smile, showing these kind of things. And I had... I have just a experience from last week. It's um, not long ago. I, I was at the airport and um, you're always in these lines and you have to scan your luggage, your hand luggage. And it's it's quite a sometimes a stressful situation. And in that case, um, the, the person who was handling that was just friendly, open-minded, had a smile on the face and you feel different. And that's a that's a very small thing sometimes, but it helps you a lot as a customer to go through a process. And I think that's that's a secret of customer success, customer experience, um, to to use also these small possibilities to help your customer. I couldn't agree more. Um, and particularly, I'm not sure how long the flight was, but um, you know, even for kind of like a short haul flight, sort of getting started in the right way just kind of puts you in a better mind frame, doesn't it? Yeah. For something yeah. that can be quite stressful. So um, that's a lovely example. Yeah. Brilliant. So um, 
This idea of customer love is obviously something that people can interpret in in many different ways. So I'd be fascinated as someone who's built their career on starting and growing businesses through this lens of customer love. What does it fundamentally mean to you? Yeah, um, so so important, I think, is to walk in your customer's shoes. So it's it's the thing like um, it's important to think how your customer thinks to understand how your customer thinks i think that's the the main part of it and important for us in the end also as the other side as the supplier it's so important to understand what are the main problems so where are the problems and the challenges what's in the mind of our customers and then we we build opportunities together I think that's a that's a very important thing and and um that's that's the basis of everything. Yeah, I think that's that's such a good point, you know, being able to look through the lens of your customers and thinking about your customers and everything you do I think is such an important point. Now I'm kind of really fascinated to get into into your world and, and starting businesses um and, and really thinking about customer love first. So um when you're starting a company from scratch, and I'd love maybe kind of an example of, of one that you've you've done, um, why is it so important for you that customer experience is at the front and center of everything that you're doing right from the get-go? Yeah, I, I think it's it's the basis for success. So if you think in the right direction, if you follow the path of the customer, um, then then it's an opportunity to have success. And otherwise, you will go into a wrong direction and, and don't find the right path, right? That's the big thing. And um, if, if I think of Quarero, for example, our student platform, that's, that's one of the startups. And what we do there is we connect students and companies. So that's worldwide. That's um, you have a problem as a as a company. For example, you need a marketing video, or you need a, a whole project, an AI project, whatever. We build then student teams or single students connect you, and they work for you. And first, when we started, we thought of, okay, it's a complete self service. So everything runs on the platform. Thinking a lot from technology side, not from customer side that was the beginning and we thought like okay that's they connect they work together we make the payment process we make the administrative process the taxes and all that stuff but everything else will run automatically but that was not true so we noticed fast that you need um to to be more connected with your customer so with the companies and what we installed was uh a customer um, service, people who help the customers to find the right students, people who help the customer also to manage the students and to teach the students and to um, bring them forward in understanding their problems or also phrasing their problems. So that's that was a long learning journey where we come from, we are completely self-service to we are a platform that connects students and companies, but we also help you with the surrounding things. And I think that's the main point, what business has to understand that it, it's, it's not... Um, it, it just runs not automatically. If it's a lot of human connection needed, it's a lot of interaction needed, and um, it's a lot of understanding of this customer needed. Otherwise, you will always struggle with exactly these points. 
That's so interesting. And, and I'm just curious, um, fellow founders that you know, other people that have started businesses. I mean, is, is this is this something that a lot of other founders are thinking about? Are they are they thinking about um, you know, when they're starting a business right from the start, thinking about customer experience. Um, and if not, why not, do you think? Yeah, so so my world, I, I come a lot from the technology side. And from that side, often the customer is not in the center. It, it's coming later sometimes, but when you start, you have a technology idea. You, you think like technology and you think of a technical solution and the problem is also you 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 go into a certain direction you build your web page you build your marketing and that's often based on technology that's not based on how is the customer thinking or how is the customer approaching a problem it's more like um yeah i have this technology and the technology is then described very technical customers don't understand that and and you are somehow lost again, and that's that's really a big challenge I see in in the startup world because um, people come with their mindset, with their exact um, knowledge, which is is often very deep in one direction, and then you have um, have customers who think completely different. And so, do you think um, that this way of thinking gives you almost a competitive advantage when you're setting up businesses? Yeah. I, I believe also if you think of what's important for businesses to start, when you do a startup or also an internal venture of a big company, doesn't matter. Um, if you follow your customer, then then you can always react. So customers are also changing. But if you understand it, you can always react. You can change your business model and you adapt your business model. And that's the important thing. Your business model is not staying like it was at the beginning, when you found something, it's changing and it's changing all the time. And if you follow, you will find a path. I think that's such an interesting point. As, as you say, when you found a business, chances are it's going to change multiple times and that change should be dictated by your customers. So if you're not thinking yeah. customer first, how are you going to be changing it in the right way? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a very, very important point that business models are not stable. They change and follow the customer. That's the secret. Absolutely. Um, so I'd be curious to know what are the sort of different challenges um, when founding a company built on customer centricity versus, um, I suppose, let's say more of a legacy business that yeah. previously hasn't had that kind of way of thinking that's looking to implement it within their business um, what are the kind of different challenges that you face in those two scenarios? Yeah, yeah. So, so what I think is when you when you start a new business, you you create a culture from the beginning. Mm. You you have a team of people, and they bring a culture in, and that could can be customer centric or not. Depends on the people in the end. And I think if you start with that approach, you you have already an advantage. Like you said, it's a little competitive advantage you have. And um, so from that side, you can can build that and you can build that easier because you're only a few people. You work together, you work very close together, you meet each other very often and, and then you form that and can go into that direction. Um, I think for, for classical businesses, 
it's it's quite hard sometimes. If you have it not in your DNA, it can be really, really hard. And um, I, I just tell you an example I, I made just recently. I, I changed my mobile phone contract from company to private. So just my number, a switch of the number at a telephone provider. And I think that's a business. They are still in a kind of monopoly phase so there are always very big ones some big ones and they rule the market and um, so from that side they can afford to be not that customer centric and um, this whole process took a month and a whole month for switching just a contract in the end i left the company because i had um, um, five six calls i had uh, five six chats with them i had um several trials to to um, push it and that it goes faster but it didn't work and they didn't care much so i thought like okay that's the, not the right company to work with because i need my my smartphone and it has to run and has to work if also i have a problem and i think that's exactly the dna thing so some some industries have it not that deep in their dna and and if I think back now in, in another business, for example, the machine business where I worked before and was in digital transformation of the machine business, there it was very much in the DNA of the company to be customer centric. So So if the customer had a problem, then it was number one to go outside and help the customers. And we were sending our people to wherever the customer was. If a machine was standing, then it was like, hey, we need to help. And that was a really big, big thing for all people. And that's why the, the company had a lot of service people, massive uh, number of service people just to help the customer. And I think that's this, this um, you have it in your culture or not, and bring it into a culture. It's it's years. It's it's not just done like you do it. It's, it's a process of, uh, yeah, I would say like, yeah, a, a long time. So another another big tick in the box of starting early, getting the customer right yes. front of center yes. straight away, because yes. it's going to be much harder to do down the line. Absolutely. Totally agree on that. Yeah. Um, and, and we'll kind of wrap up with with some ways and um, sort of tips from yourself around whether you're founding a company or whether you've already kind of got a company or looking to be more customer centric, what you can do. Um, just before we go to that question, um, as a business leader, I'd be really curious to know what are the, the key performance metrics that you're looking at when it comes to customer experience and, and how do you measure it? Because I think some of the discussions I've had with, with other guests, um, I think one of the areas that potentially holding businesses back is they're not necessarily sure how to measure customer success. It's not necessarily as tangible as other metrics that you can look at. So what yeah. kind of things are you looking at and how do you measure it? Yeah, so so from, of course, we are still startups and that's why we are um, running different. We, we um, You can use the normal KPIs you have, like um, NPS scores or whatever. There is a lot of KPIs you can calculate and run with. But in, in our world, as it's also small, we often talk with the people. And we try to connect personally. We, we have a short call and I also call um, customers and talk with them and ask them, yeah, how was this project? Was it good? What, what can we, where can we improve? What do you need? What was wrong? What was good? How, 
what would you suggest us? And just to get a feeling of, yeah, how how do they see it? And it helps also to get a, a better emotional connection with the people. And and that's, of course, not possible for a big company. They have their metrics, they have their KPI systems, and um, there is a lot involved in these systems, often whole teams who run that and, and uh, take care of that. But when I see it from a startup world, talk with your customer, be direct with your customer involved, and and um, it, it helps a lot. Makes complete sense. Um and we kind of touched on it in, in a previous question, but um, from your experience, maybe from, from other businesses or, or potentially from businesses you've run as well, what would you say are some of the, the consequences potentially of not being customer centric and not putting the customer at the center of everything that you're doing? Yeah, so so I think there is, when I look in technology side, it's often the thing that people develop or companies develop things which are not needed on the markets. And that's that's a big thing, I think, that a lot goes wrong and goes into the wrong direction. And and I think often when I I see it, it starts with the strategy. Companies do. There is a whole a huge strategy process in companies, and you take care of everything, of your finances, of your digital transformation, of um, how develop your your markets. But um, is there the involvement of the customer in the strategy? Sometimes it's forgotten. <laughs> that's the, that's really the starting point already when you don't have the customer in your strategy. So um, then you, you just go as a company in, in, into potentially a wrong direction. And, and what I also think is important, if you think of, um, I don't see it like you have to do everything your customer wants but you have to understand the customer. I think that's a very important thing to to uh, mention. Um, there is the story of Nokia. I'm, I'm sure you know it. Um, they have um, developed already quite early a touch screen for their smartphones. And they went to their customers and gave the phone to the customers and asked them, um, do you want that phone? And the customers said, no, it's um, good as it is. I have these buttons. I love these buttons. And um, yeah, why should I use a touchscreen? And I think that's exactly the point. You need to understand the customer better than he understands himself, because then you would have avoided it. It goes back to that old uh, Henry Ford quote, isn't it? If I listen to my customers, I'd have built a faster horse. <laughs> Yes, exactly. That's the point. Yeah, that's the point. Fabulous. Um, Marcus, we've covered some amazing ground today. Just in closing, for anyone that's looking to found their own company um, or potentially building out their customer experience function in, in an existing company, what would you say is the number one piece of advice that you'd give that you'd wish you'd known before starting to found companies? Uh, from my side, it was really like... Um, too, too much technology focus. We have focused a lot on technology. Um, we have focused on um, then on sales, on marketing things. And um, finally, we noticed, yeah, talk with the people. And that's the, the key advice, talk. And, and I think important is when you start a company, first talk with the customers. First discuss the things with the customers. Um, um, make prototypes types together with them. So why not? 
So you don't need to invent everything from your scratch. Um, work together. And I think also this um, collaboration and cooperation with customers helps a lot to improve faster and to build better products. And and I think that's the main secret um, lies in, in, in not um, hiding things, but in collaboration and working together. Marcus, it's been an absolute pleasure having you in the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. It's it's a was a great pleasure to be here and to talk with you. You've been listening to the Business of Customer Love podcast hosted by Mention Me. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to join us next time where we'll be speaking to some more amazing guests about how you can harness the power of customer love. See you again soon.